Kim's talking about cake. Kevin's talking about steak. <laughs> Eating at the good places. I eat at the good places. I eat at the Golden Arches Dinner Club. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Fre- Frederick's Steak Burgers. Mm-hmm. La Taco Belay. Huh? <laughs> Everybody always said, why don't you go here? And I said, well, when you get a plate this big and they put all the food right in the middle of it and stack it on top of each other, I don't want that. I want that plate that's got sideboards on it. You fill it up and the gravy still runs over just a little bit. Okay, enough of that. Glory to God. And we serve a good God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles up to James, first chapter. Let's uh, let's get in the Word tonight. How many are believing God with me? Could He say something to us tonight that would change our lives? Change, you know, people say, well, my life's going pretty well. It could go better. Isn't that amazing? You know, as good as it gets, it can always get gooder. God, God is a good, good, good God, and, and He's into abounding and abounding and abounding and abounding. He, he wants you to abound from place to place. He's like Tigger. Right? 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 He wants you to abound. <laughs> yeah? So it's a good thing. Yeah, we, we watched them all. I still do because it's my favorite kind of shows. We went and watched Clifford the Big Red Dog just last weekend. Good flick. All right. But but he, he desires for us to hear something. If we'll put our listening ears on, if we'll put our receiving hearts on and, and look to him for answers to questions, they'll, they'll come. Amen? Amen. And, and as, as we live our lives, you know, I was, I was this past week, um, I think it was Monday morning, I got up and I had something really strong on my heart to pray about, and I began to pray about it. And, you know, I love the series that we're on right now because... It extends your prayer life. It, it corrects some of your prayer life, and it brings you into a new place in your prayer life. Because you'll stop praying about things you should be saying about. There's some binding and loosening you can do, and you don't have to be doing any asking. You have to be doing some directing. And, and I woke up, and God directed me on how to pray about these situations, and, and, and my heart was real strong in this situation. And, and, and some things that needed to be bound and, and areas where I had, you know, the question still has to be asked. Can I do something about this? Can I do something? And I don't think we need to stop asking that because there's, mo- there's so many more things we can do something in. You know, if it gets to the furthest point, you say, I just don't know what I can do. Ask for mercy for them. You can always ask for mercy. Amen. But, but there are so many things that we have some authority in and some that we have great authority in. And, you know, later on in the week, it tur- I, you know, I found out how well it turned out, the situation. And, and I started thanking God. And he said, remember your heart when you prayed. He said, because that prayer was a prayer that I could answer and a prayer that you could receive the answer. He said, you, you received it done when you finished praying. You didn't start checking on it. You didn't start looking to see if it happened. You received it done and walked away. Because why? Because I had that peace, that knowing that he was directing the prayer, first of all. The Holy Spirit was telling me how and what to do. You know, God not only tells you to ask, he tells us how to ask. Right? He, he'll tell you to receive and then he'll show you how to receive. Amen? He, he doesn't just put us in a place and say, there you go. You know, you got the Holy Spirit, do it. He, he gives us the Holy Spirit, which directs us in the way we should go so often. And, and, and so many times I found myself asking for things out of rote. You know, at, this is, this is what somebody said, let's pray about this. Okay, let's pray. Are you going to get any faith or are you just going to pray? Right? Cause, cause a prayer without faith goes nowhere. It does nothing. It's just words and time spent. Well, what it is so many times is an excuse to justify why something didn't happen. Because you say, well, we prayed. Did you? Is it prayer when there's no faith involved? Is, is, there, is there room for receiving if it didn't start out in faith? Giving happens. God gives. He's already gave. 
So giving is a, is a, is a given, if you will. Giving is a given. Right? But the asking and receiving is our part. So it's not just that you ask, it's how you ask. Amen? It's not that you, it's because how you ask will decide if you receive. Not that because He'll withhold it from you. God withholds nothing. But we have to be able to receive. Amen? And, and, and it's an important thing. And in this situation, I was able to receive it immediately as done. And, and it turned out so, I was, I was so happy because it was, it was a big deal to me. And it wasn't a big deal to a lot of people. It, had, it, it affected our family. And, and it was just something in my heart I really wanted to see happen. And it happened just the way I prayed. Amen? And because why? Because that was, I prayed what God said pray. I didn't go off on my and say, do this, do this. What? When you, when you ask according to His will. Right? Not just ask. You know, you gotta ask something that He can do. People say, He can do anything. No, He won't do anything. Right? He won't hurt people. You can't say hurt them. It's never gonna happen. Right? No matter how much you want it to, it's not gonna happen. Amen? And so, and so we want to look at the, the, because so many times our, our, our livelihood, our health depends on it. You know, how we ask, how we expect, how we, how we be per, persevere, if you will, in these situations, we'll decide what and if anything happens. Amen? Look at James 1. And of course, everybody knows James 1. It talks about if, if you fall into diverse trials, count it all joy. Well, that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, the whole ver- the whole chat, the whole book starts off crazy. So, what you're saying, God, is why? Because He's already getting ready to tell you if you lack wisdom to ask Him. If you can't count it joy, you lack wisdom. Amen. Right? Why? Because godly wisdom isn't worldly wisdom. It- it'll tell you things that you just absolutely can't believe He just told you to do. Amen. And so what he's doing, he's saying, count it all joy, because the test and trials of your faith, right? And he goes on, let's just put it up here, what are you we'll go, we'll go all the way back to 2, James 1, 2. That's James, the servant of God, Lord Jesus Christ, 12 tribes, that's who he's writing to. Knowing this, that, the, that count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Why? Because now he's going to give you godly wisdom, right? Now, now you're going to, how can how can I do this? Because in your head you're saying, I don't even want to do that. Not only can't I do that, I don't want to do that. I want to cry and whine when I fall into diverse temptations, right? Isn't that by nature what your flesh wants to do? It definitely doesn't want to say, glory, diverse, huh? Wow, we're we got some diverse going on, man. I got some stuff coming against me. Gonna have to jump, gonna have to hop, gonna have to skip. I really like that. I don't want to hop, skip, or jump. Right? But God says, yeah, there's a way. Why? Because you gotta know what's going on. And He says, let, let me give you some wisdom. So keep going, verse three. Knowing this, let me give you some godly wisdom. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Amen? And patience, but let patience have her perfect work, and you'll be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. What's he saying? Here's some godly wisdom. I want you to count it all joy. Why? Because this is a test of your faith. And because this your faith's being tested, it will work patience. And patience, having its perfect work, will, will make you whole. You'll lack nothing. Amen? That's godly wisdom. What do you, what do you, you gotta start out by having joy. Then he's gonna tell you why. What, what if he'd ended with have joy? And when you fall into diverse temptations, you just said, well, you got two choices there. I don't, that, I don't understand that. I can't do it. Or God said it. I'm gonna do it anyway. Because you know, if God said it, there's a wisdom to it. But then he tells you we can ask for these kinds of wisdoms. Amen? And then in verse five. He says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. What did he say? Let him ask. You know, a lot of people say, well, he knows what I need. He said he knows what I need before I ask. That's what he wants you to ask. <laughs> right? He said ask. If you didn't understand any other reason why, why to ask other than he said to do it, 
It's kind of like when your mom and dad said, do this, and you said, why? And he said, because I said so. That's a good enough reason with God. Not because he's going to hurt you, because it's going to be something good. Amen? And he says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Because why? Because he gives it to all men. You notice he doesn't say all Christian men, all saved men, all saints of God. Wisdom is available for anyone who will ask for it. It can't be received by anyone who asks for it. Amen? It can be asked for and it will be given. But it not all, but it cannot be received by anyone who asks for it. Amen? It says, he gives, it says, I mean, the verse is pretty plain. He gives it to all men liberally. He'll give, he'll give them more than they need if they'll ask for it. Glory to God. That's a good thing. And, and he, and he abradeth not. And, and it shall be given to him. It says, he says it again. I'll give it and it shall be given. I'll give it and it shall be given. So it's going to be given and giveth. Glory to God. This is important. Now, now comes to what, what do we do with the giving? Verse six. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. This is the person that can receive the wisdom. The one that asks in faith. Nothing wavering. The ask, it's, it's not just that you ask, it's where you are when you ask. See, wh- when I asked the other morning, I was at a place where God was speaking to me. And, and I was at a place where I could, I could not only hear that it was important to pray about it, but I knew what to pray. And so when I ask, I was already in faith before I ask. I didn't ask to get in faith. I was in faith before I ask. When God directs something, we should already be in faith. We shouldn't be getting in faith. We should be in faith. And when we be in faith, now it's time to ask. Why? Because you're in faith. Because it's the person that's in faith that can receive the answer. He's already given it, but you receive by faith. Grace has been given. But it's received by faith. Yeah, all people all, well, God just gave us grace, we just have it. No, you have to receive it. The things of God have to be received. He's given them all. If that's true, we don't even need John 3.16. Right? Because it's not whoever believes in Him, it's just whoever lives in the world. And really, if that's true, we don't even need to be at church. Right? But it's not true. Grace is awesome. Grace is the gift. It is the the ultimate giving. But the ultimate giving takes the ultimate receiving. Amen? And when we receive what grace has given, healing, joy, peace, prosperity, when we receive the things that are in the grace of God, the blood of Jesus, forgiveness of sins, these are things that you receive by faith. Amen? You ask Him to come into your life. You confess Him as Lord. You believe that God raised Him from the dead. You go through acts of faith to receive what you believe. Amen? And it's awesome. But we have to receive it. It's, it's not something that just falls on us. And see, that's people would like to start, stop right there at verse 5 and say, well, I asked, so where did I get it? I don't understand why it didn't work. See, that's the big lie right there. Anytime we start questioning God's side, we're already off. And you're not going to receive. Why? You're questioning the wrong side. <laughs> you can't. And, and, and we've almost been taught something. We have not, thank God. But, you know, uh, years ago when I, when I was, when I had the, started my business and it was a horrible mess and it was, <laughs> Anything you could do to fail, I, I was I was trying it. <laughs> Amen. And, but 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 I was tr- I was staying in the Word during the week. I'd listen to tapes. I'd I was listening to faith. And you know, one thing, no matter what condition I was in, I I always knew it was not a God problem because I grew up knowing it's not a God problem. And then as I got into the Word, I saw never a God problem. Amen. Why? Because he's already done his part. Can't be his problem. He's done. Right. You know, it's 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 fixed. You just have to get in the fixing. <laughs> Amen. And 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 in doing this, 
I still was seeking God, but on the weekend, go to the lake. Not church. The lake. I'm listening to tapes all week. God, I'm doing all this. I just don't understand. What, what else do I need to do? I'm not asking what he needs to do. What else do I need to do? And, and he's telling me the whole time. But what? He's giving me wisdom. I can't hear wisdom. Why? Because I want his wisdom to be my wisdom. In other words, I want it to work my way with him doing it. Right? <laughs> it won't work that way. It, it, and it didn't work that way. But one day we're driving home and we'd been listening and, and we, we even did our confessions. I mean, we had confessions. I mean, we, we have more than enough money to do everything we need to do and thousands and thousands of dollars left over to give into the gospel. Sounds good, doesn't it? It's only words if you don't say it in faith. Amen. And, and, and I'm not saying don't say it. Even if you're, you need a good confession, at least you got something that can get to faith. You know, we had something that could get to faith, but we're just saying. But one day we're driving home. It's been several years. I mean, we're several years in debt now. Not not several years in good. It was a miserable, miserable, and you wondered if you were going to get paid. You know, you couldn't figure out if you were going to get paid. That was going to be the miracle for that week. And we weren't getting very much. So, I mean, it's not like it was, it was a small miracle, if you will. But we, we I remember it to this day. We pulled up to the first stoplight in Nixa. The one that's before the big one, heading heading north, and we stopped, and we'd been listening to to, to a, I don't know the, I don't know what we were listening to, but it was either brother brother Moore or brother Copeland probably, and my brother looked over at me, my younger brother who's in business with me, and he said, "We're going to make it." He said, "This is going to work out," and there was faith there. It was something different than we'd ever experienced. There was faith there in that moment. And I looked at him, and I saw that faith, and it got on me. And I said, we are. And then we drove on. But from that day on, we began to receive wisdom. We didn't even see it as wisdom. I I didn't see it all even until some of it today when I was studying this. We began to receive wisdom. You know, the, one of the first things God told me to do? Well, first thing he says, get back in church. <laughs> Real simple. Right? Serving me and not being in church or get back in church. <laughs> and, and I didn't get to go pick the church. He picked it for me. <laughs> Come on. Come <laughs> we got a lot of people want to pick their church. Yeah. Right? What if God doesn't want you to go to the church you think you should go to because they believe everything just like you? You know that there's people sitting in both of these churches today that would not be here had, and I don't want to give myself credit, but had we not chosen to do what God said at that moment because we would have never met. They might have been somewhere else. Don't get me wrong. God, God has many other ways. But by doing that, People came around us that were from all denominations. We, we had Bible studies. When people said, where do y'all go to church? We'd have had to say 20 names because we all went to 20 different churches. But we all loved Jesus just the same. That was really cool. Amen? But, but the second thing he told me to do, he said we, we had met uh, one of the local uh, salespeople from one of the big lumber yards. And, I mean, he was selling to every builder that we ever could think of. And he said, hire him. Well, that's got to be godly wisdom because I couldn't even get paid, let alone pay him. <laughs> I mean, ha- how many people get extra help when you can't even pay yourself? <laughs> but, but I didn't question at that point why. I could receive. Yeah. We're going to make it. I got a word. We're going to make it. And I, didn't, I never even thought about that again. And I said, okay. And I, and I, and I went to, I actually knew him, and I went to him, and we had put carpet in his house. And I went to him, and I said, I said, um, you want to come to work for us? And he said, no. <laughs> I said, I understand that, but God told me you were going to, so I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of start planning it. <laughs> and, you know, through a series of events, he, actually, you know, he came, he's, he's one of our partners to this day. He came on. We didn't know how, I remember the first order he sold. He came in and said, oh, we gotta get this order. I said, we can't order it. You gotta have money. 
So, so we have to call and tell them how much we need so they can tell us how much we have to pay to get this here. Well, we were bad. We, we were bad off. I mean, literally had a banker laugh at me. Could not believe I came in his office. But at this point, we had faith. And, and things begin to move and things begin to, to change. And, and then God said, I want you to start teaching Bible studies. <laughs> well, you know, you remember the, the, what is it, Nero that fiddled while, while Rome burned? With everything I started doing between, between youth and kids and, and adult Bible studies, the, everybody had to be looking at, oh, Dave's just fiddling. <laughs> right? He's, he's on the fiddle. He, he's, he's humming them strings. He's got it going on. Right? And, and, the, and Rome's burning over here. But we had faith that everything we had asked before that we couldn't receive what was given was now being given. And the wisdoms were coming quick and fast. And, and as they did, the, I, to this day, I can't tell you, and I know I've told you before, I, don't, I can't tell you how the business came out. Why? I was too busy teaching Bible studies. I was too busy helping kids. I was too busy doing other things. Fiddling while Rome burned. Right? Right? It's a fiddle here in Branson. What was it, the joke, the difference between a fiddle and a violin is violins have strings and fiddles have strings. <laughs> we had strings. Glory to God. And, and, but this, but this was, this was, and God was showing me that it, it was, it was, it was a receiving of the wisdom that was given because now I could. That's why you, when you ask, if you'll ask in faith, then you can receive. And keep looking at the verses that we were in. Where, where were we? Verse 6. Six. six. But let but let him ask in faith, nothing, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like the wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7. Let not this man think that he shall receive anything. The Lord doesn't say let this, not this man think God won't give him anything. God already said, if you ask, I'll give it. The end. God's part is done. If you ask, I'll give. But then the, the next question is, can you receive? And it's not can you, will you? Will you? Because he's going to give. It's going to be right there. Will you receive it? It's a big deal. Because receiving it is going to decide your next action. The act of faith comes after the receiving of faith. So the, the wisdom of God is now going to give you the next action. You, you say, okay, Lord, I received this. And he says, okay, now stand up on your feet. Amen? This is how God works. And this is how faith works. Amen? And, and as, we, as we go through these things and, and we, we become pers- persistent in asking, persistent in, in, in receiving, and persistent in doing the things that, that, that we're called to do, then we, then we have the wisdom of God operating in our life at all times. We have the things that God wants going on in your life going on. Amen? Because he has, he has a plan. But his plan will require you to hire an outside salesman when you can't pay yourself. <laughs> when, when it looks stupid. It's the smartest thing you could ever do. Glory to God. And it was the smartest thing we could ever have done. And I'm thankful that we did it this day because also it put in place a, a, a system to where it didn't require me anymore. Now, now I can pull out and be where I'm called to be. What if I hadn't listened? What if I hadn't persevered? What if I hadn't took the steps? And don't get me wrong, some of that was hard because I'd hear more godly wisdom. I'm like, quit the carpet store, huh? <laughs> You know, it just doesn't sound right. Sometimes it is. You, you got is it from God or is it from you? <laughs> That's what we have to decide. But, but we want to remain persistent in our ask and persistent in our receiving. We want to, we want to persevere to take hold of these things. We don't want to just say, I prayed, now what's going to happen? 
Well, the next thing that needs to happen is you need to believe God gave, right? Because you believe He told you to ask. And then the next thing you need to ask, that needs to happen is you need to receive it. And when you receive it by the same faith that you ask it in, then you begin to do whatever it takes after that. In, in, in healing, it's going to be that way. You're, you're going to, you're going to believe that you receive what He's done. It's a finished work. Right? By whose stripes we were healed. It's a finished work. And so we receive that word, but there still has, it's just sitting there. It's not what you do. Okay, I'm healed. You don't look healed. You don't, but you are. But you have to receive it, and then you have to act on it. Faith, right? Your faith has to act on it. And, and receiving it is, is, the, is the first step to acting on it. Because once you receive it, it isn't as hard to act on. I didn't have any problem hiring that salesperson. I just thought about how stupid it was today. <laughs> Literally, I, 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 when I was doing it, I'm like, this is the answer. I mean, why? Because I'm following God. It's the answer. I, I was really looking at it today. I'm like, that was the stupidest thing I've ever done. But it wasn't. It was the smartest thing. I've, why? Because it was godly wisdom that I would not have gotten. And had I not had faith to receive, I would have questioned it. But with faith to receive, you don't question what God's got going on or the next thing He says to do. You just begin to receive. And you push forward to make sure you receive those things He's giving you. Amen? And, and we want we want to be that persevering in our faith that we don't ever want to just pray and then leave. That's wavering. You know, he says, "Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find." If you're if you're wavering, you're seeking everywhere. You're like you're like the old dog that's running down the trail and he's going like this. And and, and if if you're asking without expectation, you ask and leave. Why? Because you didn't have any expectation anyway. It was just a, it was just a way to justify that you ask. Yeah. Wow. Amen? We want to ask with expectation. We want to seek with purpose. We want, we want to knock like somebody's home. Right. Amen? Yeah. We want to, you know, if you go to somebody's house and you know they're there, <laughs> you knock on the door until they come. Yeah, if they don't come, then you go, man, they must not like me. <laughs> Or is something wrong? I gotta get, I gotta keep knocking. You keep knocking, why? You know they're there. Then look at, look at Luke. Look at Luke 11. And ask is, is a word that is, we make it smaller than it is. It's a call for something. It's a desire. What's he literally saying? He said, desire something greatly and, and I'll give it to you. Amen. We want, we want, that's why you want to desire the things of God. You want to have a craving. Right? I mean, when, when we start talking about cake, you know, I know sometimes I listen to Brother Moore several, maybe years back, talking about when they'd sit there and watch those food channel things. Man, you start thinking, man, we need some of that. All right? I don't watch too much food channel because, man, you start watching the, the, where he goes to all those restaurants and man, you see them big old greasy triple cheeseburgers. Me, mm, why don't we drive to New Hampshire and buy one of those? Right? All of a sudden, you don't care how far away it is. Why? Well, man, that looked good. Uh-huh. But we want to have that. We want to have more of a craving than that. For the word of God. When we pass by our Bible, say, like, oh, I need to look at that. Man, that, ooh, that's good. Yeah. And we want to crave that and, and desire it to the point to where we're asking on a constant basis for things that we know that he desires for us to have and do. Amen? And, and, and that's, the, that's, that's one of the keys to it. You, you can't just want it. you got to want it. Yeah. Amen? Luke 11. Luke 11 in, 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 chat, in verse 1 starts out, teach us how to pray. Mm-hmm. So 11 through about 13, he's teaching us how to pray. Right. Amen? Yeah. It, it's a big deal because, because he's actually showing us, they, they, he shows them a prayer, and then he just keeps going. He, he shows them a, a model prayer, and then he says, which of you shall have a friend... 
and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. First of all, you got to hope he's got three loaves, right? Amen. He doesn't know. He says, lend me three loaves. And then he tells him why. And he's counting on his friendship right now. That's all he's counting on, friendship. He says, he says, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journeys come to me and I have nothing to set before him. Bummer. It's midnight. Tell him to go to bed. Right? I got, you know, you, you look at people that play on friendships. I kind of play that both ways. If I'm the friend in bed, I'm saying, well, if you're really my friend, leave and come back in the morning. <laughs> Right? Now, friendship works two ways, right? Right? You know, you may need to borrow something, but you sure you need to eat at midnight? Because those calories mount up at night. You know, maybe, maybe you want to wait till morning, have a little breakfast. We'll give you a little loaves of biscuits and some gravy. Right? But, but it does work two ways. I mean, literally, you could say, well, friend, I love you, but I'm in bed. Can you go home and come back? And, and literally, that's what this guy said. He finally said, he answered from within. He said, trouble me not. The door's shut. My children are with me in bed. Um, that must be a whole different culture. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Ramsey never slept with us. I'm too big and she was too small. <sighs> and, I, and I'm not stationary. I cannot rise. I, he, di- he didn't say, I don't have bread. Yeah. He said, I cannot rise and give thee. Mm. Well, truthfully, he could rise and give thee. Right. He didn't want to rise and give thee. Right. So, so what this guy starts doing is saying, friend, I need bread. And he won't come because he's your friend. But because of his persi- shameless persistence is what that word means. Mm-hmm. Shameless persistence in this respect. Right. Actually... If you if you define it, it means somebody insisting on having something. When you get in faith, you can insist on having it. You're not insisting to God. You're insisting because it's yours. Amen? You can insist. You can be persistent that it's yours when you're in faith. And you can receive on that level. You can persevere to such, such a level that you not only receive, but then you can hear the wisdom to what you're supposed to do next. It's not just receiving. Faith has more than two parts. It's asking, receiving, acting. Asking, receiving, acting. Got to do them all. Amen? So, so... So, this, so, and, and he's not saying this is a form of God. He, he, he's using this as an example. Because then later he says, if you being evil, at the end of the, at the end of the earth, know how much, how good, your, how your good God can give you good gifts. You're, and actually goes back to your heavenly father. Yeah. He, the, the heavenly father he started praying to in verse 1, yeah. 2, he goes back to in verse 13. Yeah. How much more? Would your heavenly Father give good, give the gift of the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Amen? And, and so He's not saying, be like this guy, because this guy eventually begged. Faith, faith people don't need to beg. They need to be insistent on what they've asked for. They need to be persistent to receive and persistent to act. They need to persevere in, in receiving the end of that faith. Amen? They, they need to keep going and receive it. I'll give you a really good example here. Um, look at uh, a good healing example. Matthew 15. Matthew 15, verse 22. And remember that after all this, he's still talking about prayer in Luke, in Luke 11. He didn't stop talking about prayer even after this. He said because of his importunity, he'll get up, he'll rise and give him bread. And then he says, so I say to you, Ask, and and it's implying that he's saying, "I say to you, you stay here. We'll we'll go to this." But he said, "I'm saying to you, ask, and it it shall be given to you." It doesn't say ask, and you should. Then later it says, "Ask he that asks receive." Why he's saying because if they ask the way he told you to ask, and it's given to you, then you can then you're, you're you become the asker that receives. The asker asks, and the asker receives. The God gives. Amen? And so if you're the asker that, that believes that he'll give it to you, then you can be the asker that receives. Amen? 
And if you're the asker that receives, you can be the asker that does. Glory to God. Um, Matthew 15, verse 22. It says, Behold, a woman from Canaan came out of the same coast. He was at Tyre and Sidon. And he says, A woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him. What's she doing? She's She's asking. She says, Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, Lord, thou son of David. It's an ask. This is an ask. And we'll find out what kind of ask as we go on. Right? Because she's asking. And she's asking the Lord for mercy. Something she knows for sure he has. Amen? And so, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't even find out if he's got something before they ask for it. <laughs> people, I, I used to ask for things that he couldn't possibly do. Right? Can you take their money and give it to me, Lord? I just need some money, and they got plenty. Could you take some of theirs? You know, the wealth of the wicked's laid up for the just. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You just became the wicked. How can you be the just? <laughs> when you start coveting, the wicked became you. <laughs> right? So the next thing that's going to happen is any wealth I do have is going away. And I didn't have any, so I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta ask for things. That's why he says, if you ask according to my will, right, you'll have those things which you ask in 1st John. So he, so she said, Lord have mercy on me, son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he didn't, Jesus didn't say a word. He says he answered her not a word. But his disciples came and besought him saying, send her away. Send her away. But so she, she got one thing, that she could have left when he didn't even talk to her. He just ignored her. She could have just left right then if she would have been wavering. But she's already asked in faith. Her first ask was in faith. Amen? She's already asked for mercy in faith. And so so when when he didn't talk to her, her faith didn't stop, didn't stop. Why? That's not a no. You know, so many times we ask for something, if we don't see it in five seconds, we quit. Well, I just don't know if God wanted me to have that. Well, He didn't have a chance to give it to you. Right? Not only, not only did, what, did He give it the minute you asked, but you, you took off before you could ever thought of receiving. It may take more than five minutes. Amen? And, and, and so He didn't say a word, and they said, send her away, and, he said, he, he answered again, he said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. She's standing there and saying, no. he still didn't say no. You know, if he, if he just said no, if he just said no, I won't do this. No, I can't do this. No, you're not worthy to have this. If no would have ended up anywhere in there, then her faith could have been lost. Why? Because he said no. He never said no. Kind of like the man, the, the friend. He didn't say, I don't have loaves. He said, I'm not getting up to give them to you. But this lady has importunity. Right? And she's asked for mercy, and she came to get it. And she knows mercy is merciful. That's what it does. Right? It, it can't quit. Did you know mercy can't quit being merciful? It, it, won't, it just won't do it. Every time it works, it's merciful because it comes out of mercy. And, and, and so she still, then, so when he said this, she came to him. She went right up to him after this and she said, and she worshiped him. Yes. Worshiped him, reverenced and adored him. Yes. And said, Lord, help me. Help me. You know, you start asking the Lord these kind of things with that kind of heart, you're getting ready to get something. Yeah. And, and one more time he said, he said, it's not right. It's not, it's not meat to give, take the children's bread and give it to dogs. And she could have quit there, but he didn't say no. He still didn't say no. So her faith had no reason to stop. He did not say no. And she said, yeah, truth, Lord. Truth, Lord. So this, this lady has some importunity. She is persevering until she gets what, what she had in her heart to come after. And she said, truth, Lord, but even the dogs 
I only need a crumb. I need what, what those children wouldn't even eat. And that's all it would take to heal my daughter. Glory to God. And what Jesus said, he said, he said Sister, you got great faith. You know, Brother Moore told me, he said, there are only two places where great faith was. This is one of them. And this was not even a, a child that was supposed to get it. But, but, but he said, you got great faith. And, and because of this faith, it doesn't, I don't even have to say anything. Be it as you will. He didn't say, be it as I will. He said, be it as you will. And, and her daughter was made whole from that hour. She would not be in the book had she took the first sentence for no. Listen to the wisdom of God. Listen to what He's saying. Don't act on what you think. Because the devil will try to twist stuff. So they see, He said no. No, He didn't. No, He didn't. He's, he said, I can't do this right now. And He said, i, I got to do it this way. She said, yay, but just a crumb. It'll fall off the table anyway. If I can just have that little crumb that's going to fall, it's right there. That's all I need. He said, take the crumb. Take the crumb and have it. Have it Have it the way you ask for it. Glory to God. But she wouldn't even be in the book had it not been for her perseverance to act on what she believed and she asked for and received and kept acting on it until she had it. Amen? She kept acting on it until she had it. The two blind men, they said, they cried out and they said, Son of David, have mercy on us. Son of David. And everybody said, Stop it! What if they said, Oh, yeah, probably bothering him. I'll just go back here and be blind. We don't, we don't want to bother him. But, you know, people that aren't in faith, that's the wisdom they'd use. Yeah, we don't want to bother him. You know, we haven't seen in a long time. We just won't keep seeing. That's not what they did, is it? They they cried all the louder. Why? Importunity. Perseverance. They don't they're not crying because of who they are. They're crying because of who he is. They know there's a savior in their midst. They know there's a healer in the house. They know they can have what he's got and that mercy carries it. Amen? And, and so they cry all louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And he, he calls them over. And he says, what would you have me do for you? And they said that we would receive, that we would receive our sight. When they asked for mercy, they were asking for sight. But he wanted a perfect ask. Why? He said, ask for what you want. Mercy had the answer. So he said, what do you want? And they said that we would, that our eyes would be open, that we would receive our sight. And immediately, or he, he had compassion on he touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight. Glory to God. This is the way you be healed. This is, this is the way you, you be in faith to be healed. You, you get in faith, and then, you know, I was talking to Brother Moore, and, and you get in faith to be healed, and then you act and are healed. Amen? And these are the things in your lives. We pray and we ask and we ask in faith and we receive an answer and we act on the answer we received. Yes. Amen? Amen? And when you act on the answer you received, and, and, and again, if you're in faith, many times, just like me, that answer didn't even seem odd. But yet I had no money to pay this person. Why didn't it seem odd? I was in faith. When you're in faith... You don't have to struggle with it. You know, I was struggling with something several months ago, and God said, that's confusion. You're you're not even listening to me. I'd rather him talk to me like that than than just let me go off the rails. Oh, oh dear son. I feel so bad that you're not going to get this now because you're being stupid. I I want to know, you know. Just talk to me like that, like it is, right? 
And he said, he said, he said, look at you. You're confused. You're perplexed. He said, none of these words are me. He said, get in faith and ask. And I'll give you the wisdom on what to do. And he did, and it was perfect. But how many months did I waste? Oh God, I just don't understand what I need to do. What I, that's not asking him, hey, what, what I need to do, what I need to do. Oh Lord, what, what, what? Tell me, Lord, tell, please, please, Lord. It doesn't matter how loud you yell in unbelief. Come on. Yes. <laughs> you can scream all you want in unbelief, or you can whisper in faith. Amen? Or you may scream in faith. But fear gets no results. Fear gets no results. Amen? There's things going on in the world today, and the world and the devil would like us to be in fear. You know, uh, Brother Moore was reminding me just today that, that, that we were told two things when all this came about. Not to get in fear, not to be foolish. If To not be foolish is to get wisdom from God. And then follow that wisdom. Did you know wisdom for God is I don't not is not I don't want to do it. <laughs> that's not faith. There's lots of things I don't want to do, but that's not faith. I need to hear from God on what I need to do. Amen. And, and so when we ask Him, we need to expect an answer from God and follow that answer. Amen? Because that's going to be the answer that's right. That's going to be the one that gets us where we're going. Amen? It's good stuff. Yes, sir. How are we going to close, though? Mark 11, of course. Mark 11. We'll close with that. It says, have faith in God. Have faith in God. What does he say? But ask in faith. Ask in what? Faith in God. Ask in faith in God. Anything you ask, ask in faith in God. What do you, what's, what's faith in? Faith in God is, is faith in what, what, not only what He can do, but what you know He will do for you. What you know He's already done. So, if you know something's already done, then that makes the receiving easier. Amen? So, if He's already done it, it's there for the receiving. But you gotta ask Him for it in faith. And receive it with the same faith you asked for it with. And then you got to accept whatever he's going to tell you to do. I mean, think about it. If, if, if at, at the gate called Beautiful, Peter and John said, stand up. That's stupid. He's been crippled since birth. In the world, that is a dumb ask. In the wisdom of God, it's healing. The reason it's in the Bible is because he stood up. They didn't make him stand up. He stood up. And when he stood up, he received strength. Why? He acted on what they said to do in faith. Amen? Glory to God. Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart. Why? Because doubt is wavering. And you're like the wave of the sea. You, you can't receive like that. You ever tried to grab something while you're in a boat that's rocking? You're like... <laughs> And you can't, why? Because it's going back and forth. You can't, you can't receive like that. Why? You're going like this. And it's sitting there like this. He said, don't doubt in your heart, but believe in your heart those things that, that, the, which you, which, the things that which he says shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he says. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, same word for ask, whatsoever things you ask, crave, Desire when you pray. Believe that you receive them. Why? You ask for them in faith. Believe that you receive them in faith. And you shall have those things that you ask. Glory to God. Guys, if we, if we begin to ask in faith and nothing wavering and, and we begin to, to realize the verse above it says, He's gonna give. So we ask. If He's gonna give, it should be easy for your faith. He's already going to give. Let me receive. The next thing is, are you going to receive the wisdom that you ask for? Because the wisdom you ask for may not sound very wise. I mean, what, what if the guy at the gate called Beautiful said, Guys, I'm, I'm lame. <laughs> You're telling me to get up? I'm lame. <laughs> Haven't ever walked, so don't even know how. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, to the world, that don't sound smart. Why? Because it's the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is foolishness to man. The wisdom of man is foolishness to God. Amen? And so when, when, we, when, we, when we decide to ask, stand to your feet. You know, I don't know what you're dealing with in your life, in your business, in your home, in your body. It, it doesn't matter. There's promises for healing. There's promises for prosperity. There's promises for peace and wholeness. There's promises in the Bible that God will take care of us and do for us these things. But these promises are made to be received by faith. And then they're made to be acted on. You know, people say, well, the promise in the Bible, I should have it. You can have it. Now act on it. Having it and acting on it is going to be two different things. You know, I, I would advise people, keep watching Faith School. Faith School is amazing. It is, I don't care. You say, well, you know, I know the ABCs of faith. We don't know the A's of faith, let alone the ABCs of faith. We don't even know the A in the A of faith. But all it takes is a crumb, right? But what if we get the whole A? The whole B, the whole C, and then we just start going through the L. We get the A, B, C through Z of faith. But the Lord's showing Brother Moore stuff and, and us through Brother Moore stuff that's big. And, and it's stuff that's life-changing. And even on Sundays, these things, you know, that, that just these messages that we've heard in the past six, eight weeks changed my prayer life. And, and, I'm, and I'm thankful. Didn't you have a good prayer? I'm sure it was a fine prayer life. But guess what? I don't care how good your prayer life is, it get better. Yeah. Amen. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure it was fine, but now it's gooder. Yeah. And it's going to get gooder. That's right. Because the more you learn about where you're at and what you can do, can I, can I pray? Can I bind? Can, should I lose? What, 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 then, then the wisdom of God starts coming in and says, bind this. Yeah. Pray over that. Yeah. Ask for mercy over here. And, and it starts working together. And good things start happening. Amen? We can do, we can be, we can be effective in way more situations than we think. Amen? We can be effective and active through our prayer lives in way more things. And we can be well in our bodies because God's good. And what we ask for, we can have. We can ask for the promise of God concerning health. And we can receive it by faith. And we can act on that. In whatever manner he says. But you gotta be willing to act. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You guys got a song? Sing for us.